everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk. And I have a special guest for today's episode. Man, this this uh, guest for today, I'm actually a fan. He's a wonderful, wonderful human being. Very humble. Very busy. <laughs> um, he's a founder and principal of Night Out. So we will be hearing more about it later. A digital branding agency in New York. Man, this guy is an apex predator, so to speak. <laughs> he helped people to grow brands from virtually zero, wow, to a billion. So we will hear how he did that, what influenced him, and or who influenced him. Let's all welcome Sun Yi. Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, my pleasure to be here. Thank you, man. Thank you. And for everyone that is listening and watching, it's morning here, nighttime there. So it's good morning, good evening thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, some places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, son, bro, I am first again, I thank you on off cam. I want to thank you again. Um, given the time zone differences, I know you're very busy. Thank you for, you know, being with us in this episode. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm very happy to be here. All right. So let's get into it. Man, um, I am excited myself. Me, myself is excited to know your journey because, man, you are a powerhouse, so to speak. And I'm not just saying this. I'm, I've, I'm following you. We've been exchanging messages, you know, supporting each other in Instagram, reading your bio, knowing the projects that you do. And it's just an amazing thing. Um, you've been very busy and you're, and you're in the industry, you know, 20 years or and counting. I'm excited to know who influenced you or what influenced you to be in this position, to be who you are right now. Feel free to share us your story, son. That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. Um... <laughs> So you will never yeah. forget me. I'm the person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really great question, though. Um, yeah, I think probably there's a bunch of people in my life that's influenced me throughout my life. It's, it's not, never just like one person. Um, I think growing up, I didn't know it back then, but I think my mom had a big influence on me. Um, I didn't really appreciate it when I was younger. But like looking back, there was a time in um, when I first moved to America, I didn't speak any English. I was about 11 years old and I had a homework assignment that I just thought was impossible. It's something that I, in my head, I'm like, this is, I'm not going to be able to finish it. Right. But every night at that time, she would, she would sit me down and like check my homework and stuff like that. But that night I didn't have my homework done. And I thought she was just going to let me go to sleep because, you know, it's, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this because it was like a reading and writing assignment in English. And I like my English is just terrible. Right. But she just basically sent me in the kitchen table and like gave me a dictionary and basically told me that I, I'm not going to bed until I finish this. Right. That's classic, man. That's classic. I remember my story <laughs> also, but yeah. Okay. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. So I, so we were up and I was like, oh, okay, like, let's see, let's see who lasts longer, right? So it was like this battle between me and my mom. Like, it was like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. 
like 11 o'clock and I'm like, okay, she's not, she's not budging, right? 12 o'clock. And like the time kept going, but I wasn't even like trying to finish. I was just like, my whole goal was just to outlast her, right? And then it was like two o'clock and like by three o'clock, I just realized like, she's just not gonna, like I'm gonna be here up all night until like I go to school. If oh, I don't, man. and I was 11 years old, I was tired as hell, falling <laughs> asleep. So I just decided to focus, look up all the words in the dictionary and just do it. And I literally finished the whole thing in like 30 minutes. Oof. So I could have done that yeah. <laughs> at nine o'clock <laughs> and just go to bed. But because I was telling myself this is impossible, um, I wasn't able to write. And as soon as I, I said, I, I have no choice but to do this, it was actually very easy. And that was like a very important lesson that like my mom taught me. So things like that, right? So I think she's, she, she's, a, she's a very hard worker. She used to, every morning she would leave at like 7 a.m. She didn't come home till like 9 p.m. Um, a lot of those little things watching her, I think, influenced me unknowingly. Um, throughout my career, there were a few people that influenced me in a negative way because wow. they taught. <laughs> I never, if you, if you experience like, no one ever asked you this type of questions for you to tell your story. This is the first time I heard someone who answered, that, <laughs> you know, someone influenced them in a negative way. So feel free to explain how. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in negative way in a good way because they taught me what not to do. Right. For example, um, I had a boss like, partner slash boss before right before my agency who was just running the agency in the wrong way right and I just working there for two years I saw exactly what not to do so when I started wow. my company okay. I did exactly the opposite of everything that he was doing right and then <clears throat> I also get influenced a lot by like people like Gary V people that I watch on like YouTube uh, things like that um, I get influenced by my clients. I have some really uh, inspirational clients. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I get influenced by people all over the place. <laughs> and and I, I believe that because guys, um, for all our viewers and listeners, uh, Sun in his 20 years and counting experience in this field, in this industry, have been you know working with authors, uh, entrepreneurs, businessmen, uh, you know, famous personalities. And that is something, because aside working with the projects, it's impossible not to be inspired. Like a simple talk, you know, you will get motivated. That's why I believe all those, you know, collection of experience, majority from your mom and, you know, people that you work along, that really shape who you are right now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also get inspired by people that are not like people, not necessarily people that I look up to. Sometimes I get inspired by my employees. Sometimes I, I might even get inspired by a child, right? Wow. So, um, yeah, I think you can get inspiration from everyone. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, that's very nice. Bro, um, so that, that explains your journey. Um, what pushed you to create 
or to start night owls? So the business per se. Yeah, I guess uh, I always wanted to be a boss. <laughs> uh, I, like, ever since young, I, I was like, because you know, like that's what you look at on TV and stuff like that. And like, you see yourself as a boss, but like actually starting a business completely changed like my perception of being a boss, right? So yeah, I, I always like, even when I was working at a company, I've, I think I actually started a company right out of college. It was like kind of, you know, it was, it was kind of a bullshit company, but so I tried to make it happen. And then I, I started to make money. So I was working and then that later on, like I actually started, I actually started freelancing and I started a company because in my mind, I'm like, oh, I can't, I, I have to be a boss. I can't have a boss. I'm, I don't like being told what to do, blah, 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 right? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is when I actually started a company, started hiring, um, like a few years into it, what I realized when you, when you are an entrepreneur, when you have a business, you actually don't have a boss. You have many bosses. <laughs> I your, agree. All I your agree. clients are boss. <laughs> Your employees are your boss because mm. you actually you actually work for your employees. You know, right, nobody's right. gonna work as hard as you. Like yeah. nobody cares about the company as much as mm. you. All your vendors, your landlord is a boss because <laughs> <laughs> when you work in a company. I love that perspective, bro. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the reason why is because when you when you work in a company, you're in a safe environment, right? The company is gonna Companies in a place where they they're gonna give you a paycheck every two weeks, right? As long as you make your boss happy, <laughs> you're gonna get a paycheck every two weeks. Nothing else is your responsibility. Your only responsibility is to literally make your boss happy. That's it. But when you have a your own business, nobody gives a shit about your company <laughs> except you. Nobody's sitting there making sure you don't go out of business. Like how in a company, they, there are people out there to make sure they don't go out of business, right? But in your own company, your customers don't care about you. They're just buying products for their own reason or buying your service for their own reason. The only person that has to make sure everything is going right is you, right? Yeah. So basically, you just have to basically report to anyone. You have to, if your employee's not happy and they leave, then I'm screwed. So I got to make them happy, right? If they're, they're, they're like asking for a raise all the time, they're, you know, they're, they're threatening to leave. Like your clients are threatening you to, they're, they're not happy. So you have to babysit them. Um, I, love, I love that term. <laughs> you need to babysit them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all around, you just have to please everyone just to make sure you keep the ship going, right? <laughs> well, actually, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, um, I can relate. I wake up, you know, uh, your team starts in a, in a designated time, but for, you know, people who owns the business or runs the business, like I can only speak for myself. And this is an example. I'm up like 6 a.m. And this would last until what? 12 p.m. Exactly. <laughs> or 12 a.m. Yeah, so, it's 24-7. <laughs> yeah, like 24-7. And, and imagine running a business um, like like what you have. It's like massive. You have a lot of people. You have a lot of clients. You have big clients, man. So I really understand where you're coming from. Well, the bigger the client, the, my company is actually tiny compared to like 
actually big companies, right? <laughs> so the bigger the company, the more responsibility, right? Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> The more people when that will check on you to have a race. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So imagine what like Gary Vee's going through, right? Oh, yeah. But, right, right. Yeah. But another thing is like when you're working in a company and you you like put in for your vacation, say, oh, I'm going my one week vacation, two week vacation. When you're on vacation, you're, you're not thinking about work. You're You're literally off the books. You're enjoying your vacation and things like that. But... When you have a business, there is no such thing, right? You might be on vacation, something goes wrong, you still have to fix it. Like, like there's no, you, you don't really have such thing as a vacation. Exactly, exactly. And even if you're, you know, in a simple sense, even you're reading a book or watching something, there are, you know, pieces that comes back, comes inside yeah. your mind about your business. I remember like yeah. me and my wife, we were watching a, a series in Netflix, you know, that's our time to relax. So she, she always have this perspective that, okay, step back, relax. And it, that's true. You need, you need, you need a proper resting time. So we're watching it. And then instead of like analyzing the, you know, just enjoying the series, I can see a different things like, Oh, I can use this to my business. And then, and then I end up, you know, thinking about work. <laughs> so I understand what you're, you're saying. Exactly. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you're, it's your, your business is in your mind 24 seven. Yes, yes, yes. So I, that is an amazing perspective, um, son. And me, I, I learn a lot in that, you know, simple, sharing of how you started to run and build that company. Now let's get into some details, some nitty gritty details. Uh, first, before we, we dive into that topic, in your 20 years and counting experience in the industry, what was the greatest challenge that you encountered with a client regarding its project, you know, the task on hand? the account and how did you overcome it so i mean i go through the same thing that i think most designers or any kind of service provider goes to right so like recently it does it didn't it hasn't happened a lot because i've learned a lot but like earlier you know it was the same thing right like there's when you're an agency and when you work with clients it's always the the agencies wants as much as they can and pay the least as, as least as less as true, <laughs> less <laughs> as little as they can. Yeah. And the agency always want to give the least as possible and make as much as they can. And that's, that's the constant battle, right? Like, yeah, well, that is true. Yeah. That that's the <laughs> harsh reality. So it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And some clients are not as bad. Some clients are worse. So yeah, so the, the ones that are really bad, those were the ones that are trying to get like every little bit out of you or like get the, get their, get the value out of their money are always going to be the worst. So there, I've had projects that just went on forever and like over a year or something like that. Some like a three month project that would have went over a year. Um, but like over time I learned that it's actually like when you have that mentality, you're already going into that partnership with the wrong mentality because you're like, you're going to have this wall up. 
you're like, it's me against them, right? Like I'm trying to get, keep the least and get paid the most. And they're trying to like get the most and pay the least. So you're, it already becomes like, uh, you've always already going into the relationship as enemies, right? Which is a terrible thing to do. So I learned that it's actually better to be vulnerable and, and better to just give, even if you're going to lose, because they're not going to do it first. Mm. But when you actually be vulnerable first, they actually start becoming more reasonable. Do you understand what I mean? So now what I do is I over-deliver. I just, even if they don't pay for something, I give to them anyway. I show them that I care. I show them that I, and then, and then they, they act a similar way. They come back and they trust me. They, they say, son, you know, are you sure? Like, you know, like, let, let us give you, let, let us pay you more. I think you deserve more. So mm. it becomes that kind of relationship. But so how you go into that relationship from the beginning, I think is so important. Mm. Mm. Wow. And that's, uh, I think that's an unorthodox way of doing it, right? Because you always have this, like what mm. you've said, you always like human nature. It needs to be equal. What you pay, what you get, what you receive, what you, you know, invest. And I love the perspective that you shared, the, the mechanics that you, you give more than what is expected. And that's nice. Yeah. And it, it ended up being beneficial for you and your company. But isn't that tiring, bro? Because you're giving more mm-hmm. than what was asked. Yeah. Um, yeah I, th- these are great questions because it's getting me to think like and it's actually getting me to realize something about myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've always been like that, right? I've always been the type of person where people around you said, even when I was at a com- working at a company, nine to five job, people are like, son, like, you, you know, don't stay late, right? Like, don't, don't kill yourself, right? They're not paying you enough for this, right? Or what's in it for you? What's in it for me is the thing that a lot of people say. And that's like the I think the society and the corporate culture has created that because it's, it's become like us, the employee versus the man type of thing. Right. But I never, I always ignore them. Like people around me will say that I'm like, no, I like, I'm, I'm doing this because I want to do it. Right. Um, I always like stay late. I always gave more. I always like dedicated to my job. Like, here's a good example, right? I used to work at Kumon, which is like a math learning center. This was mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. And my job was to just grade papers. Like, so students will do their math assignment, they bring it to you and you grade it, right? And I have to compare it with the answer and then like look at it and compare it and grade it. What I did was I memorized the answers so that I can just, I don't have to go back and forth. I can just boom, 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 boom. Right, right. And I I was grading papers like three times as fast as all the other graders. Nice. And And I ended up like, they ended up like needing me because I was so fast, right? Like basically having me is like having three people. Yeah. So, <laughs> things like that kept happening, right? In, in almost every company that I went into, I went in, when I first went in, I was like any other employee, I'm repla- like, I'm dispensable. They can fire me, replace me with anyone else, right? But three months into it, six months in, because I gave it all my all, it's gotten to a point where I became indispensable. Like they couldn't get rid of me. So whatever I ask, like if I asked for a raise, if I said I'm going to quit, they had to pay me, right? Like, like they needed me, right? And 
since then, like I've never had to, I've never gotten fired. I never worried about getting fired because they needed me more than I needed them. Right. And then when I started my company, the same thing happened, right? I gave, 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 gave. And then it got to a point where my clients needed me more than I needed them. Right. So now I can start calling the prices. Right. And even on Instagram, I got on Instagram about six months ago. I, I kind of started creating my own content six months ago and the same thing. Right. I, I always give in all of my content, I give away all of everything. Right. When people DM me, call me like they want to get on zoom calls, I'll get on them and I'm giving way more than I'm, I'm receiving. Cause like, I'm not receiving anything. Like I'm just giving content for free. And I, just love doing that. And now I think like my kind of my Instagram has grown so big. And now like I'm at a place I can actually people are asking me, can you create a course? They want to buy something from me. So now I'm at a place where I can create a course, I can create products and start selling them. Because I've built this community of by just giving. So I really believe in karma that Mm. if you really truly just give mm. without thinking of anything in return right because like we're we're designed to think like that we're like hey i'm giving something but it's because i want this later right, right. don't think like that <laughs> just give and 100 percent of the time it always comes back to you oh son <laughs> <laughs> no i believe that um i always i have this um philosophy in life and I always shared with my clients and friends and colleagues, you know, intent comes before content. The core, your core, it's the why you do things. It's the, the, the core, your purpose, right? In your context, <clears throat> you really want to help out. You really want to share values. It's, you know, nobody's compelling you to do those things. And you're not thinking about, hey, I'm going to get this too much in returns or they're going to come back. That's good, but that's not in the gameplay. The game is just about you sharing, you loving to give value, to do more than what is expected, to give away. And, you know, it end up getting more than what you can think or imagine, you know, benefiting you and the company. In your example, the IG, the, the engagements, your business clients, and that's, that's really something that I believe the world needs. You know, people need to understand that you need to be authentic in giving away stuff, not because that you're expecting something. And that's easier said than done. I know that. <laughs> but isn't it amazing to have that thinking that, okay, just give, help out, reach out. Um, and what happens next? If they don't come back, then you feel good because that's that's in you sharing people lifting people up sharing value and if they do come back and then voila more and more blessings right <laughs> yeah like you said intent intent before content i love that because when you have that intent people can always feel it through the, your content it's like and and if you don't have that intention like people can also feel that it's, it's really funny how, you know, like you can detect people's ability to detect bullshit is so high <laughs> right now. 
Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that <laughs> in my future conversation. <laughs> People's ability to detect bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, because we've just been bullshitted so many times through, you know, marketing and marketing tactics and you know, clickbaits and all of that. That, yeah, pe- people can tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I I have this uh, conversation with a, uh, well, they're like modern day philosophers. So, in, in a university, a good friend of mine. So we were exchanging thoughts and. He said that, you know, this age is the age of information, which is good. You can get information right away. You go to the internet, you know, Google or, or YouTube, things like that, IG. The, the, the challenge, though, is how to determine which is authentic. Before the industrial age, you know, the struggle, the challenge is how to get information. You know, uh, I know you can relate. Back then, we have this place called the libraries, right? If we want to read books, we go to that awesome place. And and that's one of my favorite places before. But now you go to the internet, you, you type in, you get a lot of answers, you got a lot of information. But the question now is how to determine if that information is authentic. Because anybody can throw in stuff. And that's that's why I agree to what you said that you know the power of the people to detect if it's bullshit or not you know with that source of information people now think okay i know you're you're not authentic i know you're not true and that could be you know that could be harsh in an instant people can be judgmental uh, in in the social media age even though you are you are what you say you are but you don't look like you are (laughs) you can you can be damaged i mean it's so complicated it's so risky and having the perspective that you shared, being just genuine to share, to help, to reach out, to connect genuinely, that is what I believe is a safe zone. Because people will never go wrong in you know, feeling the authenticity of you helping mm-hmm. out, right? If they're, if they're a judgmental person, if they're quick to judge online, because you know, for somebody, for some reasons, once you show kindness, and that's that's global, man. Once you show kindness, once you reach out, you humble down, you help out, you have this kindness, you have this sharing attitude. That's going to change the gameplay. And that's why I believe that's the reason why your company and you is being blessed. Because, you know, as your experience, you being awesome people, you, you guys are, you know, doing good in what you do. Aside from that, now hearing your story, it's the core of really giving value, sharing. And that's it. You know, that's mm-hmm. why you and your company is being blessed because you're authentic, authentic in giving information, authentic in being, you know, a humble person, a kind person, giving value. And in return, people acknowledge, knows that, hey, this guy is authentic. Whatever he says is true. <laughs> Let's all help him. You know, yes. that's, I'm just making exaggerations, but that's the point. Yeah. Before you, you know, you act and, and sell something or say something, educate something. First, yeah, intent comes before content. Yeah, yeah. Share, I love that line. Help out, promote, 
and that's the bro that's the dream of my podcast that's the fuel of why i do stuff this show is not about me it's about that people it's about line. you <laughs> yeah actually yes see <laughs> tips from a, a, a great personality that's what that's what i'm waiting for actually no but it's true you know um it's about reaching out helping uh, i'm i'm miles away so the only thing basic thing that i can do is like help out people get exposure or just you know learn about their story hope to inspire listeners and and, and viewers But obviously, in the long run, you know, dreams get bigger and bigger. You, you really want to help out, fund something, mm. sponsor something. If you want to educate yourself, mm. you know, we are in the perfect position to do that. But that's a long term. And and I am now more inspired than ever hearing, you know, perspective like what you shared, you and your company. And my respect for you, bro, just go way up. So mm-hmm. good job with that. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's go to the main topic. And I've, I've learned a lot, man. We, we've been talking about, you know, business perspective, mindset. That's a lot of content already. Uh, <laughs> my team is, you know, they, they're complaining. I'm, I'm receiving texts. Whoo, we have a lot to edit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm excited. I know the points already. And I'm, I'm just amazed. Um, with your experience, son, bro in you know in in design branding in this industry and i've mentioned earlier that there are a lot of information out there youtube ig a lot there are a lot of mentors and i'm not against them by all means if you know you are sharing valuable content feel free but with all of that outside around us what makes a strong brand for you son what makes a strong brand a solid brand based on mm. your experience based on your knowledge and wisdom good question um like personal brand or like uh like people yeah. like personal brands like motivational yes. speakers or like yeah actual um, corporate brands let's start with personal brand and then we can jump to like corporate brand mm. So I have clients that range all the way from like first time authors, people that are just starting out all the way up to people like Mel Robbins, Jay Shetty, like huge personal brands. Right. And one thing that I noticed across the board about like the more, my most successful personal brand clients is that they're super authentic, meaning they're the same exact person on camera as if we're in a meeting, right? Whereas in some of the ones that are maybe starting out, the ones that are not as big, they definitely clearly have an on-camera on personality versus off-camera personality. And and you can just tell, right? Like, for example, um, if we shoot a course video, right? Where we shoot a, uh, any kind of video, social media video or whatnot, Like one of the, <laughs> I can see that all of their attentions for, for some of them, all of their attention is on like, oh, what does the set look like? Where are we going to shoot it? Right. Their outfit, <laughs> the makeup, right, like right. things like that. Whereas in like some of our like biggest clients, they actually don't really care about that at all. I mean, yes, they, they're going to still care a little bit. 
but all of that comes secondary to the actual content they're going to be providing. What can I do to make this content better? What can I do to give more value to the hmm. person that's listening, right? So that, that's a clear difference, right? Um, the second is also related, but like the bigger my client, the more they want to help, like on an individual level, right? So I'll go to my clients like um, events a lot. And when I do, like, <clears throat> so first of all, all of them have like a business manager or somebody who has to protect themselves, yeah. protect them from that. Because if you were, if you let them, they're going to, they literally want to just speak to every single person yeah. and just help yeah. every single person. <laughs> Otherwise, and you know, they'll be there all night. Right. So they need that. Like the ones that are not as big, the ones that have kind of hard time growing, they're the ones that are like very protective right, of their time. They're like, no, I, no, I'm not going to speak to that person, right? They, they're thinking scale. They're thinking like, yeah, but how can I scale this out, right? Like these people over here, they're not thinking that at all. They, they just want to provide whoever is in front of them. They just want to help them. And it's, it's like purely coming from the mind. So I guess that's why I, when I got on Instagram, I kind of knew exactly like what not to do. Like an example, like I said about when, how learning what not to do. So just from the last like few years of like seeing my clients, like I already kind of instinctively knew that what, what to do and what not to do. And that's kind of being authentic, being just truly being yourself uh, on camera or off camera, like embracing your flaws, embracing your vulnerabilities, right? Because sometimes these gurus, some, some people like on, a, on camera want to appear like, you know, they have this great life, right? This nice office with, you know, like successful business that they're like Superman. And, but our biggest clients actually are not like that. They, they embrace their flaws and they talk about their flaws. They, they show people that I'm, I'm just a human, just like you, right? And also just coming from a pure place of serving others, giving. So those are the wow. two traits that I think builds strong I, personal brands. I, I think I include, um, hearing that perspective, I include that in my recent video on YouTube. And I said that, um, but it's just a part. Um, the, the context is different. I remember I said, who you are online should still be you offline. So, you know, off cam, on cam. And, and that's the mm -hmm. same as what you said. You should be that same guy, that same brand, that authenticity mm -hmm. offline and online. And, mm -hmm. and it's funny that you said that, you know, small or middle brands or people, they have a different mindset. Could it be because, I don't know, I may be wrong. Could it be because it's the older you get, the bigger you and the longer you get in the industry, the more wisdom you gain? So <laughs> you know the things already? Yeah. <laughs> I think partly it's that. I mean, some people are just never like not very authentic and they're just not gonna grow that way. Like, but some people they knew they do know it, but it's still hard for them. And I think it's like the kind of yeah, it's like what you said about the wisdom, right? Like when you get older, um, like for me, you know, the more confident you are, 
the easier it is to say, I don't know. Boom. And, <laughs> and for me, like when I didn't have money, I always like wanted to, um, like I had to show off, like I, I, I felt like I needed a nice car. I needed to wear nice clothes and all of that. But as soon as I started making money and I can afford all of that, I actually didn't care about having a nice car, wearing nice clothes or, or something like that. Cause I was confident enough that I don't need to show off. Right. And I think with knowledge, with those kind of things, like the more confident you are, the more willing to admit that you're wrong, the more willing to admit your flaws. Yeah. Ooh, those are knowledge bombs, son. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and I, I remember, you know, uh, my cousin said, um, what, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? And, you know, it, it's, it's not that I am very rich and I don't need stuff. You, you just, it's a certain level in your life that you, you have this awakening or not. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> in my case, I did. So, you know, I, I wear not branded shirts as long as it's comfortable. When I was young, I was keen to brands. Um, not that I want to spend, but I have this mentality that if it's expensive, it's 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 gonna be it, it will last longer, and it, it's a weird philosophy in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but, but but when you get older, in my case, I am more geared towards ah if it, if it's soft, I don't even focus on the design. It's just you know gray, gray and black. That's it. And then yeah. you, you just to be you just become in that stage of having content in life and yeah, yeah. and when you do you're not settling for less you have more and and i love toys i love comics yeah. but you know you you don't things that you think matters before actually does not like what you've said exactly. cars yeah. and i'm it, not saying that you shouldn't enjoy nice things right exactly, i enjoy nice yeah. things too mm. Um, the, the more important thing is, are you doing it for you or are you doing it to show others? Right. Mm. Like a good example is like, I used to, when I was younger, I used to always be like, Oh, if, if I make money, like I'll never fly first class or I never, like, there's no way if, if it's a, like a flight from here to LA is like $300. Right. And I see like business class is like $3,000, right? And I used to say, I'll never pay 10 times more just to fly business class, right? That's like, show up, blah, blah, blah. But when I actually started flying business class, you know, I enjoyed it because, you know, they have like those flat lay seats, so I can, it's a five hour flight, so I, I can go in, I can sleep. When I go there, I'm refreshed, I'm, I, I feel good, and I'm ready to go. Whereas if I'm like on a five hour flight that's like kind of stuck like this, like I'm basically going to lose a day when I get there because like right. I don't feel good. I'm tired and things like that. So yeah, I mean, I, like I'll fly business class, but it's not to show off. I, I do it because mm. I do it for me. Right. So it doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy nice things. It's okay right. to enjoy nice things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it, it's tied up, you know, intent comes before content, right? The intention for you is just genuine rest so that when you arrive, you're, you know, you're ready to work. You're ready to do your thing. And exactly. instead of like, if your intention is, I'm going to show off, 
I mean, if it's good if you can really afford that stuff, <laughs> but, but that's gonna mess your life. It's gonna be, it's like you're yeah. a mascot, right? You're trying to be someone, or you're trying to be in somewhere that level of lifestyle that you're not into yet. And it's mm-hmm. good again if you can manage that, but in some point that's gonna stress you out. That's gonna tear the mm-hmm. life out of you. That's gonna rob the joy out of you. So yeah. I love that. I love that perspective, son. And again. I can't stress enough. That is the reason why you and your company is getting, you know, is being blessed because of that mindset. And I'm sure that mindset, because I believe the if that's the mindset of the leader, it will resonate, it will flow into your team. And, and that's going to be a cohesive powerhouse. So mm-hmm. kudos, nice job. Thank with you that. so much. All right. So that was a powerful conversation and I've learned a lot. Um, and I'm sure our viewers and listeners learn a lot as well. Powerful knowledge bomb from my buddy here, son. Now, bro, we are in this part of the episode that we will play a game. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this game. So the reason of this game, again, with my intent before content thingy, is to show this game's goal is to show that yes we are entrepreneurs yes we are very busy and we talk about a lot of things we sound intelligent <laughs> even though we're not <laughs> this this part of the show aims to show our viewers our listeners that you know we're human beings sometimes we act silly sometimes we don't know what to say and that's normal that's the beauty of mm. being human so this is the mm. part where we highlight that okay Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will ask you questions that has nothing to do with your expertise, with your background, <laughs> with the topic, with this episode. Like, bro, it is random. Okay. Don't st- don't spend too much time in thinking what the answer should be. First thing mm-hmm. that comes into your mind, boom, shoot. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Question number one: <clears throat> Truth or dare? <clears throat> truth all right love or money money <laughs> no, i'm just kidding love <laughs> <laughs> i was i was not about to ask why i mean that's that's it that's his answer <laughs> what was the weirdest food you've tried uh in korea there's this like live octopus legs that are like moving <laughs> and then like sticks in your mouth <laughs> live is it alive or it's just like the, no, they, uh, it's killed, but yeah 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 it's killed but like for like a minute they still right move. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. as long as as long as it's dead so i understand yeah, dead, you know the yeah, involuntary yeah. movement yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um here's here's a weird question <clears throat> How would you explain to a blind person what the color red is? Mm. And this blind person was blind since birth. Mm. Uh, really hot. <laughs> it looks well, yeah, really hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like fire, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And passionate (laughs) all right okay okay thank you thank you what is something that is always in your bag when you were a kid Uh, in my bag 
Yeah, I, I would just say the regular school stuff. I, I wasn't. I'm, I was a pretty boring kid. <laughs> Books, notebooks, binders. Um, yeah, I didn't. When I grew up, we didn't have iPods. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Old school>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Instagram or Facebook. Instagram. YouTube or Netflix. YouTube. Call or text? Text. <laughs> I'm an introvert, so. Right, 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 right. But for me, I, I, you know, there are times if it's very, you know, a long conversation, I, I would rather call and, and get it done. But for most mm. of the time, you know, back and forth, text would do. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually, because I've gotten into like, uh, a lot of like miscommunication, yeah. like misunderstood conversations mm -hmm. over text, and we just had to jump on a call. Yeah, I guess, you know, if you're messaging, there are, it's, the emotion is not present, right? Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. tend to um, conclude, assume yeah. that it's yeah. the the person that you're talking yeah. to is implying differently. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but, but, but. And then you're you, angry text. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, I, I had an employee that answered in uppercase. So whenever he answers, like, what are you? What's wrong with you? I'm just asking. <laughs> but on the other hand, he was he was this, he was asking the same questions. Like, sir, what what I did wrong? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> so you see that? I mean, so that's why I understand. So yeah. All right. Next, if you were an animal. What animal would you be and why? Mm. I think oh, that's a good question. I would probably be want to want to be a dog because like dogs are taking like if you just look cute or something, <laughs> like humans will take care of you. You don't really wow. have to like survive. <laughs> so the 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 epitome of, of of surviving is based on <laughs> cuteness right i am so cute take care of me <laughs> exactly very nice very nice bro very nice what are you what are you afraid of i'm afraid of height mm. okay, yeah, okay that's my biggest fear <laughs> right right what is your dream job ever dream job ever or a career? I, yeah, I actually think like I have a dream job right now. Um, I love helping, teaching. Um, and no matter what job you have, you can be doing that. But I'm definitely doing it right now. So, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Last question. If you have a power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Hmm. Like my family members are all still alive. Anyone like famous anyone, people? Anyone, anyone. It, it may be a politician, you know, a historical figure. Uh, anyone, anyone. And you can only bring back one person. Uh, I think it'll be, I'm, I'm a big, like, a, I love stoicism. Um, the practice of Stoicism, Stoics. So it'll probably be Marcus Aurelius. Oh. Because he was like uh, 
famous stoic <laughs> just to kind uh, yeah. of hear mm-hmm. hear his side and all of that what what what, what are you going to ask marcus let's say you bring back you bring him back you're in a coffee shop obviously he's he's surprised what the heck is this place mm. it's awesome yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you probably after you calm him down <laughs> what mm. would you ask marcus like it was one question yeah. i only had one question yeah <laughs> yeah i i would say i would probably ask him like what's the like what's the most important thing in life right he was basically the most the richest and power most powerful person in the world back then so time. for somebody who had all the money in the world and all the mm. power in the world like that person knows like is that is that the most is money and power the most important thing like obviously Oof. not mm. and if not what is right Oof. man <laughs> that i'm gonna reserve that i have a lot of things to say and ask in that topic <laughs> i'm gonna save that for another episode and for sure we will have another one around two sounds good man <laughs> son sounds good. thank you thank you very much for spending the time here i know it's late there thank you in spite of your busy schedule thank you for being such a good sport sharing stories and being with us here in this episode bro feel free to promote your social media accounts any releases any projects that you are um, ready to announce feel free the floor is yours yeah um i don't have anything to promote right now but i uh i do have a free mastermind group we meet every sunday 1 p.m eastern and we, it's just a free community we all get together and kind of share ideas and you can register for that at untitledmastermind.com. And that's it. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me, man. This was fun. All right. Thank you. I um, hope you were not bored and you enjoyed it. No, no, not at all. Yeah, this was a <laughs> blast. All right. Thank you, son. Guys, check him out. If you need um, assistance, mentoring program, hit him a DM and you will be inspired um, reading, consuming his content. A very wonderful person, very humble. Uh, Thank you again soon for being here in our episode. Guys, check us at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube channel, anywhere. We are everywhere. (laughs) Thank you. Have a positive outlook in life. Smile. Thank you again, son. And this is the Creative Talk. Peace. God bless. (laughs) 